Welcome to the When Wit Happens podcast. This is a podcast that helps you find ways to celebrate and live your best life even when stuff happens. Now, here's your host, Wit West. So thank you all for joining me again on When Wit Happens. Today, I have a guest who has joined me on the podcast before. I'm bringing her back to talk about a completely different topic. When she was on before, we talked about dating and Valentine's Day. And today we're actually going to be talking about fitness, working out, losing weight, and all of that good stuff. So I'm going to let her go ahead and reintroduce herself to you all. Hello, everyone. My name is Yasmin Sabu, and you can find me on Instagram at darkerberry and also darkerberry.com. I am a lifestyle blogger. Yes. So thank you for joining me today, girl. Thank you for having me. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know that um, Yasmin and I met each other at a natural hair um, conference and we both kind of strayed <laughs> from that world now, but we're still both blogging and in the influencer sphere. And we are both kind of, I've been working out a lot more consistently lately. And Yasmin also has a hundred day workout challenge, which I did not join, but I've been consistent. So I, every time I see you post about it, even though I haven't been in the gym that many days, I f- still feel good because I've been, you know, doing what I said I was going to do. So tell us more about, <laughs> about what made you start the hundred day challenge and your consistency with that. So with the 100-Day Challenge, it all kind of started because I was just kind of looking up different things on Instagram relating to fitness. And then I kept seeing this thing that was basically saying, you know, all you need is 21 days to create a habit, you know. And then there are all these, like, 21-day challenges and things like that. So I was like, okay, I'll try it out because I do need to you know, learn how to get into the habit of working out consistently. And through going through a couple of those 21-day type of challenges, I learned that 21 days is actually not enough time to create a true habit. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of searched a couple of other things, and then I realized that it's just like you really need more like 90 to 100 days to create a true and honest habit that can be, you know, like actually lasting and to make a lifestyle change Ooh. is when you think, so when you think about it, so a hundred days is basically like three months and some change. Right. And within three months, depending on what part of the country you live in, mm-hmm. that's typically enough time to experience like a season or a season and the start of another season. So Sometimes if you're doing like a 21-day challenge, it may not be enough for you to create an honest habit out of it because your life can be very consistent for, for 21 days. Right. Now, the chances of your life being perfectly consistent for 104 days is very unlikely. Like no matter, you know, I don't know what kind of situations people have out there, but I personally believe that it's very unlikely because between three months, you can have like weddings, birthdays to go mm-hmm. to, brunches to go to. You can be in the, like this hundred days that I'm doing right now, I'll be falling into Thanksgiving. So I'm, I'm already kind of like prepping myself on how I'm going to handle Thanksgiving. Cause um, for this one, I started September 1st. So it'll end December 10th. So I'm cutting right into, you know, holiday time. And right. that's like the biggest, <laughs> that's like the most, 
food tempting time of the year. Mm-hmm. So I figured 100 days is enough time to really just focus on your fitness and it's enough time to see significant change. So 21 days, you may not see like a huge difference unless you're on some really like extreme kind of diet and fitness plan. Right. But 100 days give you enough time to mess up, to have like an off week, to have, you know, several cheat days and still end up with some type of result. You know, I always hear 21 days makes a habit, but kind of like you said, like most times with stuff like that, I think they mean like 21, like consistent days of it. Like something like waking up every day. Yeah. (laughs) 21 days. But again, like you said, if something changes, like I was doing so good getting up at 5 a.m. or 5.30 this summer when I was having to get to work an hour earlier because my schedule changed. And as Mm -hmm. soon as we went back to going at 8 o'clock, I could not get up at 5 o'clock in the morning anymore. And (laughs) it started to be darker in the morning. Yeah. And it was a struggle. So the fact that, yeah, for the summer, I was pretty consistent for like a few weeks like at a time. Maybe it was like 21 days or like, four weeks or something like that but as soon as like there was a shift I was off and I haven't been able to get back on track so if I had to continue that into this new you know semester and stuff I it probably would be a better habit so I yeah I, girl when you said that that was like a moment for me <laughs> yeah it, it took some time for me to you know because Honestly, I feel like I've been on a diet since I was born, honestly. I done tried every type of diet, food plan, nutrition plan. So it's really been a struggle just trying to find something that works. So now I really just work on just building a true and honest lifestyle. I want to create a schedule for myself or a workout schedule and eating plan that's that is something that I can actually like carry on for the rest of my life. So now I stay away from, you know, those type of diet plans that like, Oh, you got to eat a shake every day for breakfast and for dinner. I can't Mm -hmm. do, I can't drink no shake every day for breakfast and dinner for the rest of my life. That's not realistic. Maybe I can have a shake maybe two or three times out the week, but every day, no, no, I'm, mm -mm, I don't want it. I don't want no parts of it. So I really just try to, focus on like, you know, portion control and trying to introduce new foods into my diet, like new vegetables that I don't eat on regular or, you know, just like things like that, things that are realistic because I can't do this whole, you know, I only eat grass every day type (laughs) of diet. That's not for me. It's not my ministry. It doesn't leave room for you to live too. Like you mentioned in the hundred thing, like the holidays coming up or having a cheat day like when you're only eating grass like <laughs> you know your body will like spaz out when you go for thanksgiving or yeah you know, like or you have that brunch or whatever but like if you're still like eating a little bit of that like a life it's a lifestyle like and you're yeah mostly eating healthy then one your body's not gonna freak out and it doesn't bring that fear like i know people who have been on those like meal plans where you eat a certain type of food or they provide the food and they're like bringing that food home for the holidays. I'm like, that's not a way to live just to be a little smaller. Like I understand, you know, being healthy is important, but like really like you can't eat the food at the holiday at all. You got to eat like the box meal. Like that's not sustainable financially or like physically. I feel like. 
Yeah, I mean, if it works for some people out there, then, you know, kudos to you. But I know for myself, it will not work that way. It just won't. So, for example, my plan for Thanksgiving is to just, you know, portion control. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to still have that ham, that mac and cheese, (laughs) those collard greens, like whatever else is being offered at the table. But my thing is going to be portion control. And then another thing I'm limiting myself is I'm not going to do leftovers this year. Like, so mm-hmm. once they start, you know, wrapping up doggy bags, I'm not going to do doggy bags. So whatever I'm going to eat that day, I'm going to eat it and I'm going to enjoy it. But I'm not going to, because, you know, with Thanksgiving food, you can have enough turkey to last you a whole other month. Okay. So I'm not going to do, I'm not going to, you know, bag up a bunch of food and still be eating bad all throughout you know, the weeks following Thanksgiving, I'm going to allow myself, you know, to indulge, to eat all the pumpkin pie and whatever other sweets is being offered. Mm -hmm. I'm going to enjoy it on that day. But come the next day, you know, then I'll just get back to, you know, eating regular, you know, my regular, you know, semi-healthy balanced food. I don't think I... I'm at a point in my life when I can deny a leftover. Um, <laughs> I know. So, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I think I'm just going to plan to be really good the week, like, leading up to it. Like, I'll probably do a, a juice cleanse for a few days and then probably after that do a juice cleanse and then, you know, continue to work out while because I'm probably going to at least have leftovers through the weekend and probably meal prep healthily or yeah. do a cleanse that next week. So I'll probably keep it you know, eating the leftovers to Saturday or something. Yeah. As far as Thanksgiving, I think it's just important not to just binge eat and then eat till you can't breathe type of feeling. Just eat until you're, you know, you're relatively full, but then, you know, and then wait and then have the next, you know, if you want seconds, thirds, whatever, just give it an hour, go watch the football game or go hang out with your cousin that you haven't seen since last Thanksgiving, you know, just go do something and then come back and eat. But don't try to like, you know, it's not a food eating contest. So don't true. try to just like overdo it. That's true. So you said something that actually kind of shocked me because, you know, you said you've been dealing with like a diet your whole life. So I've seen pictures of you when you were like in college and you were smaller than you are now. And I feel I've yeah. never been small. So, like, mm-hmm. even, did you feel like you were not, uh, like, the size you wanted to be? So, growing up, so I have a sister who's a year older than me, and I guess we favor each other. We we look alike. Mm-hmm. So, constantly, I've always been compared to her, and mm-hmm. she is significantly smaller than I am. So, you know, I've always feel like I felt you know, comfortable within myself. But once I hit puberty and I started like, you know, developing and everything, then you can, you were really able to tell size wise, the difference between us. And then our family members and, you know, I'm African and Africans do not bite their tongue. Like they will tell you straight to your face, how they feel about what you look like. So I grew up with constantly, you know, people around me, you know, making me aware of my size like oh my you're so much bigger than your sister so it's just like all that talk in my ear constantly has you know kind of pressured me to like okay to want to change my image my body image to want to be on you know whatever diet like I used to be the girl that like whatever infomercial diet thing (laughs) they were selling at two o'clock in the morning Uh I would 
inspired. I've had all the Zumba tapes, T T ninety five, I mean um T twenty five, I think, and then T ninety X, like all those like beach body packets, I have them. All the different like Zumba editions, I got it. Girl, I even bought a shake weight. I don't know if you remember they came <laughs> yes. out with this like tool. Girl, I, I bought a shake weight. That's how horrible I was. I don't even want to think about how much money I spent on, you know, exercise tape, uh, diet pills. Like, I probably spent, like, over, like, $20,000, like, over, Gosh. you know, the years on just, like, stuff like that. Because I'll see it, and then I will want, like, a quick fix and everything. And then, you know, once I started to come into my own, I started to get in a, just a lot more comfortable with my body. And I was like, you know what? If my family can't accept me for who I am or what I look like, then, you know, honestly, that's their problems. But now my health changes are inspired by, you know, like my actual state of health Mm because I had, you know, a bad doctor's appointment where all of my levels were high, high cholesterol. I was really high risk for type 2 diabetes. My A1C Mm -hmm. levels were just like shot shot up and then you know my weight I had gone gotten all the way up to and my biggest I was like 255 okay so just everything was just like like health wise I was just in a horrible state so I was like okay so now it's time to get some type of control of this because I was also going through life was happening around me and it's just like I completely just forgot about taking care of my body so it's like at that point I was like, okay, I need to get control of this so that I don't have to end up, you know, being on a hundred different medications and having these serious problems and illnesses that I can easily prevent just by eating better and working out on a somewhat regular basis. Yeah, that's definitely something that kind of shocks people sometimes, but a lot of people do get those health things in there and they fall health scares and they fall off again and they or they try the fad diets again I feel like seeing you you know go through this has been in a very healthy way and I do you feel like at all that kind of becoming a active member of like some of the plus size communities and plus size blogging has that helped you with your confidence and like the way you approach this weight loss any at all in a way, it has helped me because I've gotten a lot of, like, you know, encouraging words. And then, you know, I've I've kind of grew a lot of, like, uh, plus-size fitness accounts and just other plus-size people that are interested in working out. So um, I've even had the opportunity to hold, host an event with a fellow DMV plus-size blogger. And we hosted a, an African dance class together, which was really fun. But I've also had a few people kind of approach me like, oh, you don't want to be in part of the plus size community anymore. And that's why, you know, you're mm. you're pushing this whole like, you know, weight loss, you know, eating healthy, working out type of thing, which is actually like, you know, contradictory because my whole health kick right now is actually inspired by me being so happy with my size. It's like right. I'm happy now. So it's like going into this, I'm not trying to do it fast. I'm not trying to be, you know, 30 pounds down by next week. I'm just mm-hmm. taking my time with this because I, I know my weaknesses now. It's like my weakness is food. I can work out every day, but still, but eat like a pig once <laughs> I get home. So it's just like, I know that it's just like, I have to take my time with adjusting my nutrition just so that it can be, you know, like a long lasting type of thing. Because if I was trying to drastically be skinny, I can 
take a pill. I can, you know, do a hundred million things to like be skinny by next week. But then by next, by next month, I'll be back to my regular size again because, you know, with those fad diets, it's like you lose all the weight, but then you can't sustain eating like that. And then you gain it all back. Right. I definitely see that a lot. Like that's been kind of a thing in the plus size community. A lot of the plus size bloggers and such have been working towards a healthier lifestyle or losing weight or people who have had weight loss surgery and things like that. And there's been a lot of backlash with it, but it's all been in, I feel like nobody's been doing it in an extreme hate type way. Like you said, like these people are comfortable with their bodies and being so comfortable in their bodies that they know that something is going on or it would be better if they were to get some weight off. It's not that they're saying, oh, I hate myself this way. I gained this weight this way. Now I'm just going to change. It's something that's driving it and it's, they're doing it because they do love their body and they want their body to survive and keep them living, you know, for as long as possible. You know, it, it may not even be something that they've had a bad doctor's appointment, you know, weight affects different things it, it could affect somebody right. trying to have a child you know right right pregnancies and stuff like that go up with weight because you're gaining weight with the pregnancy on top of your weight it could be all types of things that they want to take care of their body in a way to help them meet goals and it's not that you know you hate being a part of the plus size community because like you said there's a lot of love there that you necessarily weren't finding other places about your body that you got from that. And that is really what allows you to kind of take that step to really take care of yourself. Right. And actually speaking on the community, there's, there's one blogger that I follow. I think her handle is, I believe it's just passion Jones. Mm -hmm. And cause she does YouTube also. So she, she lost weight, like naturally lost weight. I think she may have lost like maybe 70 to a hundred pounds naturally, but then she did have a weight loss surgery. And then she, um, after that, she had like a lot of like loose skin. So Mm. then she had to go back and get like, you know, plastic surgery to, I guess, get the loose skin all like taken care of. And I usually, I really do my best not to look at the comments on, you know, bloggers who have really big accounts because you find a lot of trolls there. Yeah. But, you know, something just pushed me to just read through the comments and some of the comments were so negative and you have this girl really like, and she's been very transparent on her entire journey. Like from when she was working out, you know, to lose weight naturally to when she was doing the surgery and, you know, everything. She's just been like really transparent about it. But the comment section was like, people were just like so mean. And it's like, on one hand, you have people that are, you know, they say hurtful and hateful things if you're a certain size. Mm-hmm. But then here you are trying to work on your, on your health. You know, she did the, the work to lose the weight naturally before she even went and got the surgery. And then people were still just like bashing and hating on her. And it's just like, you know, when it comes to you know, Instagram and social media, it's like you can never satisfy everybody. Yes. So if you're choosing to share your journey on, on the web, it's like you got to be careful with how you take some of these comments because people can just be so negative about like a positive situation and they don't even care. 
Yeah, and some of that ne- negativity has been so extreme. I feel like it's stopping some people from actually being honest about what they're doing and what they're going yeah. through because it is it's very harsh. I know a lot of people say, you know, like there's a lot of bullying, but like this is coming from a lot of angles. It's coming from people who are saying you're doing this and you're lying about what you're doing. It's also coming from people who are quote unquote fat advocates who are like mm-hmm. the extreme version of, you know, advocacy who say you shouldn't lose weight. You should just be fat and happy, but you can also be skinny and happy and they just do not want to hear that. And it's coming from so many angles, you know, it's just so many extremes in this that people don't even like realize. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people fail to realize that if you're pro like body positivity, like you got to really think about what that means. Like, okay, if I'm thinking so positively about my body and that means I want to take care of it also. So it's like, I'm happy with how it looks, but I also just need to take care of it so I can make it to tomorrow. So, and some, and it's just like, I enjoy working out. Like it doesn't feel like it's not a pain to me. Like I wake up, I'm usually at the gym like 4.30 or 5 o'clock on a regular, but it's just like, it's not painful for me to do that because I'm naturally a morning person and I really enjoy working out. So it's just like, that's not me doing anything that's like completely out of my way. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I really enjoy it. And it's it's therapeutic. Like when I had a long day, oh, I need to go for a walk. I need to go for like a quick jog or something around my neighborhood there's like a spin studio that just opened up nearby me. I can go, you know, take a spin class real quick, real quick, just to clear my mind. So it's just like exercise can actually, you can actually just enjoy it. Yeah. So that's just, it can just be like part of your lifestyle. Yeah. I've been doing um, reformer Pilates and I love it. And it's kind of like, I was at a point with my illness and stuff that I didn't even think that I was going to be able to find a way to work out again. So like, being Mm -hmm. able to actually do exercises and that's like strenuous and it's not respiratorily like affecting me. It's like amazing. And I love the feel like, although I'm, I'm sore and you know, tired. Like I love that feel of my body, like working out and like feeling like coming because I, I can't say I ever loved working out, but when I was in the consistent habit of it before I got sick, I liked, you know, what I was getting from it because I've never eaten. Well, I won't say never back in college. And like before then I ate horribly by the time I got in grad school, I, you know, I always cook stuff from scratch. And mm-hmm. even if I made bad stuff, so it wasn't as horrible as like, you know, just eating from all the processed food, but you know, it was so yeah. it was Southern food. So I, I gradually moved to different foods, not frying things. So I haven't ever really in the last few years eaten horribly, but I never really could get any traction with just eating differently. I always had to move my body in some type of way to really get traction with losing weight. And, you know, even with my pulmonologist and other doctors have confirmed, they were like, yeah, with women and even just with your body structure, yeah, you're going to have to work out to do it. Yeah, you can eat right as much as you want to but if you're not moving and building that muscle you know you're not going to lose the weight and that's exactly what i find my body responds quickly 
to working out where eating healthy, it'll be like, okay, maybe I'll do some for you in a year, <laughs> but working um, out, I got you next week is what my body will do. Right. <laughs> like I instantly saw results in Pilates after like two weeks, girl, like saw oh, wow. changes in my right. arms and muscles and it hasn't even been like a month and a half and people, other people are telling me, oh, they see the changes in my body already. It's crazy. Oh, I don't have to try Pilates. I, I haven't, I haven't tried Pilates yet. Yes, girl. There's a club Pilates. Um, the one I go to, um, it's in Pentagon city. So if you want to check it out, okay. they do their, they do a free first class. If you want to just try oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll have to contact them. <laughs> so have you felt like that same way in terms of like working out gets you more traction than just eating healthy? Yeah. And then for me, it's the type of workout that I do too. So mm. when I was first starting out, I was doing just mostly just cardio. So I'll go to the gym and then I'll just be on one of the various cardio machines, whether it was a bike, treadmill, elliptical, you know, whatever was available. Mm. And, you know, I wasn't seeing you know, much change. It was little to almost none. And then I started seeing more changes once I started incorporating more weightlifting and yeah. doing high intensity interval training. Uh, I really saw my body changing once I started doing HIT. And then in some of the HIT workouts that I do, I'll incorporate like free weights. So then sometimes it's like I won't see my weight change as much. Like, so the numbers won't go down but then when I look at my body like my arms are a lot more toned now yeah. than they were you know like six months ago like my stomach it's like I can see abs slowly <laughs> yes. very slowly forming so I'm I'm very happy about that I kind of dropped uh, maybe like a half a size because now I can fit a size 14 um pants where um I used to wear 16 so all my size mm -hmm. 16 pants like I'll wear them to work and they'll look super baggy. Like <laughs> I like you can look at me and like, oh my God, girl, you look a hot mess. And it's like a part of me wants to hold on to the size sixteen just because I've been I've been so comfortable at a sixteen for the last two years that right. it's like it's, I'm actually having a hard time kind of just like letting in letting it go and starting to buy more size fourteens. But I definitely see more changes in my body when I started doing like a mix between weightlifting and HIIT training. That cardio, cardio does nothing for me, like at yeah. all. So I feel you. And I think that's why the Pilates is working because it's so weight and resistance based that mm -hmm. you can do a little cardio with it. There's cardio versions, but because it's all resistance, it's like, that's how it's really working for me. Cause right. I, oh, mm -mm. It is, I was not having it. <laughs> so is there anybody that who's like weight loss or like healthy lifestyle journey that really like inspires you is that, or whether it's on Instagram or in real life? Oh yes. There is a lady that I follow and she's actually a soror of mine. Mm -hmm. I think her Instagram handle is, I think it's underscore I am number four. Okay. And I don't know, like, number-wise, I don't know what, what her weight was and is now, but she was much heavier before, and she literally was just, like, consistent, just, like, working out, eating right, and she just lost, like, all this weight, and then she's constantly, you know, just, like, posting some of her different workouts and 
posting how she things that she's eating. And then uh, I know this summer she actually did like an accountability kind of group where she created like a group me for people to just, you know, just to have like a little support, you know, as you're going through the journey. And I just love watching her page and her story because she's just phenomenal. And I'm like, let me just be able to be this consistent. Let me make it past this first hundred days and the next hundred days and the next hundred days. And hopefully, you know, I can get, I can get my body to a healthier state. Okay. Well, what did you say her page was? Cause now I want to go follow. I believe it's underscore. I am number four. Okay. And then four is like the, the actual number not written out for. Oh, it's a lot of these pages. Okay. I'm going to have to find it on your, um, I'll tag you to okay. it. But yeah, but I love, it's like she's at a gym like either every day or, you know, most of the time. So she's always like posting when she's in the gym. And then most of the time she posts like what she does in the gym, like whatever she's working on that day, she'll post it. Mm-hmm. So I just love following her journey and it's very inspirational. Okay. Yeah. I like to have like the inspirational people on my timeline. So like when I see you on your um, Insta story posting like the hundred day graphic and you're, you know, marking off your day, look at her. She better get it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) let me make sure I go to both of my, um, both of my sessions, you know, for Pilates this week, you know, it's, so it is inspiring. Like, and it's good to see other people like that, you know, like, doing it at the same time I don't know maybe it's just the season like I feel like a lot of everybody and maybe it's just because like we all kind of like know each other or like we're blogging together like everybody seems to be going through a health and wellness thing everybody seems to be cutting their hair (laughs) everybody seems to be doing everything at this time I feel like it's a real transitional season going on right now everybody's kind of reverting back to different things and, you know, getting their health and their lives all together because yeah. like we talked about before, a lot of the plus size bloggers and vloggers are, are all like working out and like really losing weight. Yeah. And it's and like a big thing. And one thing for me, and I agree with you on the, on the point where, you know, you feel like everyone else is kind of <laughs> getting their lives together. And on one hand, I guess it's like our age group, I guess once you get past, 25 and then you're in your like late 20s and 30s it's like Mm -hmm. you really start to look at life just differently you know you want to feel like you have your life a little bit more together so I think it's also just like the age group that we're Mm -hmm. in now that's just kind of like inspiring us to you know just kind of have certain things more you know more lined up and more figured out than you know how we were in our 20s where we just kind of like winging everything (laughs) but On the point of um, of Instagram and inspiration, and this is one lesson that I kind of had to learn, is that Instagram is great for inspiration, especially if if you're like me and you're on Instagram or one of the social media most of the day anyway, mm-hmm. you might as well use it to follow accounts and hashtags that, you know, can inspire you to be better with, you know, your health or whatever it is that you're working on. Right. But you have to, you know, always remember that their journey is not your journey so because Mm -hmm. they did they followed step one two and three and lost you know a hundred pounds it may not work the same way for you or there may be aspects of their stories that they're not sharing or you know 
your body composition is different than your than their body composition. So if they do this 30-day butt challenge and, you know, at the end of it, they come out looking like Kim Kardashian and you try it and you still don't <laughs> have that butt that you want, you know, you got to put things in perspective that it's just like right. one thing can work for one person, great, and it may, but it may not work for you. So it's important that as you're following these different accounts, you keep in mind that it's just like, okay, they're doing this, and that's really cool, but, you know, I can try it if that, if I really want to try it, but I'm going to keep in mind that it's just like my journey is my own, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to compare my weight loss or my health journey to anyone else's because our bodies are different, our lives are different. We're just different people, so we're not going to get the same results. That's very true because comparison is, whew, it'll sneak up on you. Yeah. And that's yeah, it's thing a, about it. Like you think you're being positive, and then like it's like a little like that green eye mustard, that jealousy that it just comes out of nowhere, and you're just like, damn. Yeah. You have to really be aware and check yourself <laughs> when that happens. Like even if you need to step away for a second, if you catch yourself um, yeah. being like that, right. I know you said you're doing the healthy, like living. Have you tried any of the the health trends like lately in the last couple of years just to like see how you felt about them? I know a lot of everybody was vegan last year and I dabbled in that for a little while, not like for a serious lifestyle change, just to try it. And currently, well, kind of currently and kind of not, I've been doing keto and it's just mm-hmm. not just to see if it worked or if it was right for me and you know just found out it's I don't think it's right for me at least the typical version of keto because it's way too much fat and dairy I know you can limit the dairy but if you're really trying to get your fat intake to be a certain height you kind of mm-hmm. some kind of dairy and dairy in my body with this gallbladder being <laughs> gone is not the business so have you tried your own variations of any of the diets lately or are you just kind of like going on your own to kind of develop what you should eat yeah so in the past I've tried um the paleo diet and paleo is pretty similar to keto in the way that you're you're eating basically like animal proteins and and vegetables Mm -hmm. you know for to simplify it so that was okay for a while but you know my relationship with bread and Mm. rice just mm. you know cannot be broken it just won't it is just a bond that is very tight and i can't be on a diet where i don't have access to bread and rice it is literally in my blood it's in my dna that i have yeah. to have those in my diet so what i do now is i really just focus on meal prepping and sometimes usually on the weekends i'll follow more of an intermittent fasting kind of kind of thing where I for example if I know I'm going to do I'm going to go to a brunch buffet I won't eat anything else I'll just go to brunch eat at brunch and then that'll be my only meal for the day okay but other than that I just try to make sure that my my meals are balanced I try to make sure I have more vegetables on my plate than than anything else and I really just make sure that I'm cooking more of my food than than what I'm like buying out because you really underestimate how much, how many like calories are in foods that you buy. Even a simple salad that you buy from somewhere can be, you can have a salad and they'll have like over a thousand calories yeah. just in a salad. You, 
And it's like, you think you're eating healthy, but there's all this ranch in there. There's just like all these things in there. And it's like, yeah, it's good. And you're thinking, oh, I'm eating a salad. I'm so healthy. But girl, bye. Mm-hmm. You're not. It's, it can be easily over a thousand calories in a salad. So it's really important for me to shop for my own food and cook my own food just so that I know that, you know, what ingredients are in here and yeah, how many calories is this? And am I portioning my food right? Because portion is something that I really have to learn because when I found out what a cup of rice looked like that did not look like enough rice to me I was like wait a minute I need like three of these like when I think about how I used to eat because I actually bought like you know all the little serving spoons and serving Mm -hmm. cups just so that when I'm packing up my meals I'm actually you know measuring them out so I remember the first time I, I did like brown rice and baked chicken and some spinach. So I was like, okay, I'll do a cup of brown rice. And I was like, oh, dang, that don't look like enough rice. Because <laughs> I can literally easily eat like three cups of rice in one mm-hmm. sitting. But it's just like, you know, that's, that's a big portion. A real, you know, just being knowledgeable about what portion sizes of what you need to be eating can really also just like, you know, change your diet. And, and sometimes you, you know, you can eat the things that you want, but just, you know, in smaller portions, because our restaurants here, they're giving us healthy portions of food. So that's why it's just so important for me to just like, make sure that I'm eating out less, just so that I have more control of what's going into my body. Yeah, that makes sense. I I need to do better myself with meal prepping. Like I do good and then I have a bad habit of not liking to eat something, but like for so many days. So like I try to meal prep for like a few days here and then like cook again, but like midweek hits and like sometimes slaps me in my face and I'm like, oh child, how am I supposed to cook <laughs> again? Right. And so yeah. are you doing a lot of crock pot meals, like easy salad type meals? Like what helps you stay consistent with it yeah so easy meals are are kind of like my go-to I really try to make my meals really simple so on some weeks I'll have I'll have like a salad and I'll just get the salad that's already mixed up in you know like in a bag from Mm -hmm. the grocery store I'll just get that and then I'll put so on some of them I might put tuna Some of them I might put like cut up chicken just so at least there's some type of variation so that I don't get bored because I completely understand, you know, what you mean by like trying to eat the same exact meal every single day for a week. It does get boring. So I do try to keep that in mind and have variation. But one thing that has really kept me going or kept me on task is kind of just like bundling two of my goals together. So right now, I'm also being really like aware of my finances and working on being debt free. So now I kind of like put my health goals and my finance goals together. So I'm not tempted to go out to eat, not only because it can be detrimental to my health, but it can also be detrimental to my finances. If I'm trying to save money and pay off all this debt, um, I'm not going to go buy whatever it is and I work in galley place and there is literally like a million restaurants on one block and it is constant temptation like constant temptation it's to the point where it's just like I have days where I don't bring I don't bring any cash with me like I leave my wallet Mm -hmm. at home 
So, and it's like, I have to do that in order to stop myself from eating out. And then I know that eating out is, you know, is both bad for my waist and it's bad on my wallet. So it's just like those, having those two goals kind of in sync really kind of keeps me, you know, on point with everything. You know, you're absolutely right. Cause I think that's another thing that we have in common now that we're trying to save and pay down debt. And this week in particular, I've been like, oh my gosh, like, let me really, you know, cause some bills like dip can't, like popped out of nowhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, I definitely have to get my life together. But like, thank goodness. I, you know, I already had a little bit saved up in a little cushion because my refrigerator started acting a fool. One day it wasn't cooling. The next day it froze all my food. So like last night and for wow. last day, I had to eat out because I literally would have had to chisel my leftovers out. And I just, Oh my God. After I got back from Pilates, like my heart Pilates class, I could not even fathom doing that. And so I really wanted to like order something from like a restaurant, TGI Fridays or something like, or somewhere I can get like some chicken. But you know, my wallet also spoke to me and like, was like four for four, $3 something. <laughs> <at Winter. laughs> and I, I did go get that and I didn't, you know, eat all my fries. I didn't drink all my soda. Like I ate my sandwich and, you know, like ate a few fries, which probably wasn't enough food for me to really be eating. But again, let me stay a little bit under the calories and stay definitely under $5 on the wallet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like, I had to make these sacrifices to go spend money. I didn't want to spend because stuff pops up, but like, thank goodness, like you said, been working on the goals where I had a little cushion to do that. So you're right. Those two definitely work in tandem. And I have to like also get out the mindset of where I want my grocery bill to be. So I'm like, I don't want to spend but so much, but also if I put an extra $10 towards my grocery bill, I always have some type of food in the house that I can grab and go even when I'm feeling like, like I can make a sandwich or something like that, or I can do this by spending that extra $10 in the grocery bill instead of the $20 on takeout or something. Right. And then I think it's, with everything, it's just a matter of just like planning it out because no one knows you better than you. So right. if you know that you're tempted by certain things or if you know that you have certain impulses, then it's just like plan for it. If you know that you love eating out, okay, so maybe you'll meal prep, you know, for Monday through Friday and allow Friday to be like the one day that, you know, okay, I will give myself a $15 budget to go buy lunch, you know, mm -hmm. at whatever place is near, nearby, but I can only spend $15 or $10 or, you know, whatever is a comfortable amount for you. So I think that as long as you're, you know, you're planning out how you're supposed to eating, you're supposed to eat or planning out your budget, then honestly, you'll be fine. Just plan for it. Cause I think it's those like mindless spending that mm -hmm. get us in trouble when you like, you go in with just like, no thought at all to how much you even want to spend. Right. I think that's where, you know, we get in trouble with both overeating and overspending. You're absolutely right. I, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, that works in both ways. You're mindlessly yeah. eating or you're mindlessly spending money, throwing oh, it in the bag yeah. or throwing it on the plate. Girl, I'm giving advice to myself because that was <laughs> that's, that's me all day. And today I actually sat down with myself and mm -hmm. I went through all of my accounts and listed out all of my debt. And, you know, I almost shed a tear real quick, you know, cause I was looking at those balances on some of these accounts and I'm like, where did all this money even go to? Like, yes. I literally, like 
I ate half of this. Like half of yes. these are brunches and dinners and happy hours that, mm. you know, and I'm so now when I'm at work or when I'm leaving work or something, if I get tempted, I have to always tell myself, you know, that thing that your your parents used to tell you when you were little, it's like, we have food at home. Right. There is plenty of food at home. You don't need to buy anything while you are out. So literally every day I have to like talk myself off of a ledge to like, you know, because eating out, you know, it's so social. Hey, even if you're dating, it's like yes. typically your first date is a dinner or a lunch or, you know, some type of thing relating to eating or drinking. So it's just like, even if you're, you know, if you're, you're single and you're dating, it's just like the temptation will come when a guy wants to take you out. He wants to take you to a nice restaurant. What are you going to do? Show up to the restaurant and just not eat? That would be weird. You're going to chase him away. So, (laughs) so it's like, it's all these things that you got to think about. That's definitely true. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so many factors in it. You're, you're definitely right. I do that thing with my debt too. I list out everything and like, cause we're both doing Dave Ramsey. So, you know, you're ordering your debt yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. And some, like you said, it's like, how sway? Like, right. how do we get here? And I guess it's <laughs> the same thing with your weight. Sometimes you're just like, how? Like, <laughs> how do Girl, we get one, here? One pound at a time. One pound at a time. <laughs> and that's true. And, like, and, that's, and that's the same way you're going to lose it. And then that's exactly. the same way you're going to pay down the debt. It's just like one dollar at a time and then one pound at a time. It didn't get like that overnight. And then it's not going to get fixed overnight either. So it's just Ooh. like, just be patient with yourself. And it's much easier said than done. Trust me mm-hmm. on that because I got paid and I put, you know, money into my savings and money into some of these, you know, debt accounts. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at my bank like, wait a minute now. I don't <laughs> like, want to be debt free anymore. Right. I like want to charge up all these. Right. I think I, I do the same thing too. And like you said, like I had that same little epiphany you did. Like it's not going to come off the same way. Cause I like paid like last month or the end, like a couple weeks ago or something. I paid like an extra 150 towards one credit card, but you know, it got 150 ain't nothing, you know, against that debt. Yep. And I was telling my law sister, I was like, you know, that felt like it was nothing. Like, I felt like I should be doing more. But, you know, it is something. Like you said, a pound at a time, a dollar at a time. That's $150 of it that's paid off, you know. That's yeah, exactly. Gone. And, you know, as long as you don't put it back on there, like, you good. Or even if you need it to, you know, <laughs> it's there now, you know, or something. So it's like you kind of have to take that time with yourself because it's hard. It's hard out here. Yes, it is. And to me, this journey is just so important. And I'm willing to be, you know, slightly uncomfortable and, you know, kind of reduce some of these like social spendings that I love. Because anybody who knows me knows that I love a good brunch and I hate having (laughs) to deny myself a brunch or a happy hour. But it's just like, I'm really going to have to cut down on a lot of these things that I love because it's just like, I just want to get myself at a better financial place because more than half of my income is going literally just going to pay down debt. Right. So like cause right now, right now I'm living with my mom. So it's like, mm. I don't even have like a full rent or mortgage to even worry about right now. I don't even feel comfortable going, you know, talking to a realtor about purchasing a home because all this debt that I have. So I really just want to 
clean it all up just so that I can move forward with my life the way I want to without having like, you know, this thing kind of just like looming over my head. Same. So same. I feel you. Yeah. We just got to do it. You got to be uncomfortable a little bit to, to get it together. Exactly. Girl, we got this. We're going to be, still be our virtual accountability partners and you know oh, yeah you know maybe we'll come back and talk about it again when we when we hit some of our weight loss and financial goals we'll you know bring yes, it back to topics we gonna have it together girl maybe we can yes. also talk offline girl because since we both doing dave ramsey i think we're about at the same place you know right hello all at the front okay <laughs> um that'll be good for us too so i want to thank you for joining me and i hope the listeners got something from this or are able to you know really be easy on yourself if you're going through either one of these journeys or you've been through the journey of debt reduction or weight reduction that you can relate to this topic in some kind of way so i want to thank you yasmin for joining me thank you for having me of course anytime can't wait to have you back Alrighty. Thank you for listening to When Wit Happens. You can find Wit living her best life at withappen6.com and at withappen6 on social media. Subscribe and follow for updates. Until next time, keep living your best life.